A video is going viral and getting memed all over the internet where President Biden appears to be asleep while he's having a meeting with the Prime Minister of Israel. Was the president asleep? Is the president asleep at the wheel in the midst of Hurricane Ida hitting the southeast coast of this nation and Afghanistan falling and the numerous other dumpster fires that are going on in this nation? We're going to discuss all of that, what that means for politics, what that means for the White House administration and what that means for the 2022 midterm elections coming up. And then we're going to get into something interesting that happened on Real Time with Bill Maher where he gives credit and praises Gret Gutfeld from Fox News for creating a route in conservative comedy that wasn't there before. And we're going to delve into this uh, red pill journey that Bill Maher seems to be into even more. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. Truly is the best. It truly is the best. So, a lot going on in the nation. Uh, You got Hurricane Ida on the southeast coast. Um, uh, Prayers to everybody out there. Um, it sucks because this is like I want to say exactly uh, 16 years since Katrina yeah so uh, well as we record this so as as you guys hear this um, Hurricane Ida would have made landfall already but uh, as we record this it's it's making landfall Um, and then uh yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty crazy. So you have the president handling that. You have the stuff that's going on with Afghanistan. And yesterday, uh, the internet starts to go crazy with a video of President Biden sitting down with Naftali Bennett from uh, Israel, the the new prime minister of Israel, and he appears to be asleep. Um, when I saw the video first and people were saying that, I was like, well, because I, I, I was watching, I, I had the video playing on my phone without the sound. So I'm, and I saw a uh, dude with, uh, with his yarmulke. So I'm like, yeah. maybe they're praying. Maybe it's like, I tried to like actually give Biden the benefit of the doubt. I was like, well, maybe it's a prayer that's going on. And like, he's just like looking down. Yeah. I turn the sound on and Bennett is just talking normal. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not a prayer. Yeah. And this motherfucker looks like he's asleep. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. What you didn't realize, though, too, is that that was right after supper. That's when Sleepy Joe usually takes his evening nap. Oh, he had that itis. <laughs> but, but, no, but, but what's crazy is it gives so much more credence to Sleepy Joe or all of the jokes that have been made about him in terms of like his afternoon naps and 
just you you know though like it makes you think about all those days where remember during the campaign oh there's a lid today yeah. there's a lid there's a lid which i didn't even know what the fuck a lid was until the biden administration came along because trump always took questions from a hostile ass press yeah um uh that's that's fucking crazy like in the midst of the the afghanistan debacle in the midst of uh, uh, historic crime rates inflation everything going on like the embarrassment that we are on the world stage right now yeah. for that to like be out there and you know people might be like oh well you're making a big deal about it no i don't think i am i think that's crazy you yeah. know, I, I think that's like otherworldly the fact that like you're on live TV yeah. <laughs> with the leader of another nation, an ally at that, and you're fucking asleep while the dude is talking. Yeah. And, and the thing to me is this everything everyone said about Trump is what Biden is. This is what worry. This should no, worry. Well, nobody you. ever accused Trump of being sleepy. No. <laughs> no. Like when people were like, oh, wow, like we have Trump as our president. Like he's really going to destroy everything. He's really going to. He's really like, this is so concerning. Oh, like you're saying like what he would do. Yeah, what he would do, what he would do. Joe Biden is just, it's bad. It's embarrassing. It, it really is. Like, you can't like, it, it's it's one of those situations. Yeah, not, that shit is not even comparable. Yeah. Like them At a too. family party where it's like you have an embarrassing ass, old ass uncle or some shit. And like, he's just talking. And make <laughs> and then you're just looking down, like you're at the, you're at the dinner table. You're just looking down, hoping like that shit will be over, and then you guys pretend that it, like there's nothing wrong here. <laughs> That's what I feel like Joe Biden is a representation of, and it's like, man, I don't. This is eight months, eighty-one million votes. Where the fuck are these eighty-one million motherfuckers now? Because. They're silent as fuck. Like, I don't hear nobody saying nothing. Like, yeah. it's so funny now. It's become, like, such a joke. Like, now it's trying to see people yeah. online defend Joe Biden. Because at this point, it's only, like, the most moronic motherfucker that, like, could actually even tr attempt to muster up a defense for him. Yeah, And so... My thing is, because I remember, you know, during the election, you saw a lot more, a lot more um, um, back and forth between, like, both sides. But now, I hardly see anybody, like, yeah. talking good about, about Biden the way that they were. No, because there's nothing to talk good about. And I think that people are starting to understand that he's a pawn in this. Who's really running the country? And what are you trying to do? Like, is Afghanistan, and I think you pointed this out on Twitter, is Afghanistan really this bad of a situation? Like, in the sense of, like, we really fucked up that bad? Or is there an ul ulterior motive? And is this chess being played? Yeah, well, what I had said is, because somebody tweeted, uh, what they're doing is intentional. And, and, I, and I tweeted, I'm starting to believe that. Yeah. And I was telling my dad that the other day, like, I am seriously starting to get the feeling that like all of this that's happening, it's being done intentionally. Yeah. Cause I, 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 as much as like, I don't rock with Biden and as much as I think that he is not a smart man, like, yeah. and that's just me saying that in like the classiest way that I can, 
I don't think Biden is smart. Like I don't I never but I never thought that he was this incompetent n- nefarious or or okay. malicious yeah like i just thought he's a, just a dummy like this okay. guy is just a dumb guy but i don't think that he's like an evil person he's just he's just dumb. yeah 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 but but now it what i think is i still don't even really think that that he's evil i think more so that it's the people around him that are evil and he is just like lost in the fucking woods, man. Yeah, the buck stops with him, though. He's the pawn. And so, to me, the way I look at it is like all this imperialistic shit we talk about. Oh, America, you know, people that left. Oh, we're imperialist. Well, getting out of Afghanistan, botching it this bad, and then having a reason to go back into Afghanistan—that sounds pretty imperialistic to me. You fucking Democrats. To me, like. If this is what you're on, or what what are, what are we doing here? What what parts are you trying to move here to make sense of this? And so I, I guess what we ha- would have to pay attention to, because obviously us not being in the Oval Office, us not being part of the administration, we don't know what the what the chess pieces are are aligning to. But what we do have from here until 2024 is. What happens after Afghanistan? What happens with Build Back Better? What happens with this foreign policy now that's in disarray? Build Back Better. Yeah. Be, and, and, <laughs> yeah. It, at first, I thought it was laughable, but then I thought it was very concerning, the fact that like all of a sudden, Biden had the Build Back Better. That was his thing. And then all of a sudden, it became a NATO thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it became all oh, Canada's Build Back Better. UK's Build Back Better. That's when I was like, this is not so funny. This sounds like this shit was pre-planned. Yeah. So what are we building back better? What are you pushing? Remember, this was all stuff of the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Build back better. Come on. You guys are another, a new world order. This, what are you talking? And then all of a sudden, this is real. This is happening. And you see, like, you know, then it, 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 it correlates with. The lockdown measures, the vaccine mandates, like all of that stuff, and so yeah, naturally people. Well, how how did it, well, well, what was it that tweet that we came across or that post we came across? Like conspiracy theorists are are scoring fifty points a game right yeah. now. And yeah, like a lot of the stuff that they're they're saying is starting to not look true, become true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh. And it's like, are we programmed or, 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 or like you? So you, I, I feel like now with the internet, you, there's good and bad. I feel like the good is that you get to question things and you get to have discussions. The bad is the powers that be, right? The big tech companies, they're now trying to control that. Yeah. But that doesn't stop the fire and doesn't stop the conversation. And then you start thinking to yourself, like, wow. How much of this shit is real? How much of it is fake? How can we fight this? You know, how... What is going on in Australia? Like, you know, back then, we wouldn't have known too much about what's going on in Australia. It would have been only through the filter of news. Yeah, it would have been through the filter of the mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah. Like, were things really as bad as they are today? Or is it just that now we have literally multiple windows we could look at or like we're all sh- like so interconnected now that it seems so much worse yeah so to me it's like 
it's a little scary. Well, I think a lot of it is as bad as as it appears to be. Like the 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 stuff with Australia, like that shit is real. Like the the whole idea of, I mean, because you got to remember that like there's there's a news broadcast, videos of news broadcast out there where, well, you saw the one where I think I I posted on Twitter where the guy he's like a fugitive because he leaves his apartment. Like, oh, so there's yeah. an arrest warrant for him, and I think they ended up ca- catching him or whatever. But if you look at that news broadcast, it looks like something out of like a science fiction movie. Yeah, yeah like it, it, like 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 if you were to like watch V for Vendetta or just some the Tom like, Cruise one, just some just some like dystopian future science fiction movie. Yeah. You'd be like, holy fuck, like this, you know, this is, but this is real life. So yeah, like I, that's pretty bad. Like that's as bad as, as it appears, as it appears to be. And so while all of that is going on, the idea that like we are leader of this country can't even stay awake for a meeting with, with an ally I don't know. Like that's pretty scary, and it makes you think. Like, what's like what's really going on? When are people gonna like really start questioning this? Yeah. And and you do start to see the change in people's attitude because, like I said, out of the eighty-one million motherfuckers, they're awfully quiet right now. Yeah. Awfully quiet. Did he really get eighty-one million votes? I don't know, but I do know a lot of people still voted for dude. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a whole lot of you motherfuckers that are ain't ain't got shit to say now. Like, where y'all at? And like I said, anybody that does try to muster up a defense for Joe Biden at this point, they just come off as like a complete moron because yeah. it's like botch after botch after botch. Like this guy is just just a a, a never ending slew of a fuck up. Yeah. And. It, it 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 doesn't stop. I'm gonna. I wanted to point something out that uh, I came across from the Times, uh, in the Sunday Times from UK. Um, it's real interesting. Let's uh, as Biden is asleep and they did such a horrible pullout of Afghanistan. Let's talk about some of the Taliban's new arsenal that. By pulling out so hastily, they left this stuff behind. This is scary shit. Taliban's new arsenal. This check this out. Twenty-two thousand one hundred and seventy-four Humvees were left behind. Six hundred and thirty-four. Uh, they call them M one 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 sevens. They're like pretty much like a tank truck. Eight thousand military trucks. 162,000 radios, 358,000 rifles, 126,000 pistols, 117, 176 artillery uh, pieces, 169 tanks. Whoa, it continues. 33 yeah. helicopters, 33 Blackhawks, 43 like little helicopters. Four C-130 transports. Those are big-ass planes. 23 uh, fighter jets. Uh, well, fighter planes, rather. 28 just regular planes. And 10 Cessnas. 
all of that equipment was left behind. <laughs> that's fucking that. That is crazy. That all of that. That's all the equipment that was left behind. Jeez, thousands, thousands of units of equipment worth billions of dollars. Like how the fuck did you're like okay? Well, we're leaving. Let's take let's take this stuff or blow it up. Oh, shit just got real. You just you just had a, a, a airstrike on ISIS K. So you can't do an airstrike on those bases and destroy that weaponry so that you know they don't use it. Now it's not clear like how much of that stuff was is like was from for the Afghans. Yeah. The Afghan military and 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 how much of it was like American stuff that yeah. that was left behind. Either way though, once you see that the country is like rapidly getting taken over, either like get as much of that shit out of there as possible yeah. or like you said destroy it. Yeah, like I it's just this this it, it's so bad and and so incompetent that you have to think that like is this done on purpose? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, was this done on purpose? Because this is just bad. Like, not even. Yeah, that is a hundred percent the question that everybody should be asking themselves. Again, if they're not a complete moron, because there are some complete morons out there that will still like try to defend this shit. But but it's just it's kind of just sad and pathetic yeah. when you see. And we're logical. Like we've always we don't ever strafe into like oh we're, this is a conspiracy we believe in no we just entertain a lot of weird shit that is actually happening that's presenting it yeah yeah like like again with the whole 81 million votes come on man like when you have me using Joe Biden's line saying come on man like we're not I wasn't born yesterday you weren't born yesterday we do our research we've talked about this before so we're not saying there's a conspiracy. We're saying this looks awfully weird and nothing is being and, done about it's this. An, it's like with this was it's an election that was shrouded in anomalies yeah. like, you know, the the vote dumps that were like, you know, 90 something percent for one candidate in in like swing places, you yeah. know, because I couldn't even, even still that's like way too much for one candidate. But I could still like more so entertain that notion if it's in a place where it's just like you know heavily red or heavily blue, yeah. But in swing places, we're getting like uh, like just a hundred, uh, damn near a hundred percent for one candidate. Now nah, that that's weird. And then when well, then now you're seeing all these reports come in of like all these missing ballots that now they can't find and all of this stuff. Like when is when are people gonna be held accountable for this shit? And that yeah. is why this mail-in shit, man, like. That shit's gonna destroy the world, like if you ask me, because you're there's no accountability for this shit. It's too much to try to account for. Yeah. And it's it's so scattered. And now you got the same shit that they're trying to do in California for the recall election. Yeah. Same thing. The same exact shit that we saw before the presidential election, we're seeing it now in California. The other day I saw a uh, uh, a guy from Virginia tweet. He was like, I live in Virginia now. He's like, I've lived here for the last four years. Yeah. He's like, I just got, I just got a, a mail-in ballot in Virginia. Yeah. 
So so you want me to mail this shit in for a state that I don't live in, that I have no right to vote in for their governor? You saw the guy that was caught in California. I sent you that, that uh, video. Yeah, he had like 300 yeah. ballots and like guns and meth and all type of shit yeah. going on. Yeah, it's like, well, why does he have that? Yeah, like who... You know, and then and then Who the reports he? just die. Like you, there's no follow up report. Like, oh, yeah. this guy said this. This guy said, nah, man. Like, why would a meth head have that? Like, what if you're a meth head? You don't give a fuck about no ballot. Yeah. yeah. So so let alone three hundred of them. Yeah. So like the you only can't th- smoke that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like seriously, like that to me is like that's the type of shit you tell a, a crackhead. Like, listen, bro, I'll give you all this meth if you go get that shit. A hundred percent. Like that's like, cause we live. Where did we grow up? We were not. We're not uh, like uh, making this up or like thinking. No, we we used to go. Pick, we used to go hang out with Big Baby at, in thirty on thirty fifth, and Indiana, where all that shit used that we saw that with our own minds. We used to fuck with the crackheads, mm. like well, being kids, obviously, like you know, but we saw how how that shit worked. Like crackheads will do anything if you give them money. Like, they'll do anything. So, this guy sounds... He's a meth head. You have ballots. There's nothing that you... (laughs) To a meth head, that shit doesn't matter unless there's an ulterior motive. Yeah. Who gave you this? You don't give a fuck about the consequences of an election. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's what it makes you think. Did, did, Did they hire this motherfucker to break into a mailbox? Were because that's the other thing. There's a video circulating on the internet where you could see in the envelopes the way the envelope is designed. There's an opening in it where you could see if on the recall part you voted yes or no to recall Newsom. So imagine like how crazy that is if before the envelope is unsealed, air quotations you know already and then you know like which ones to dispose of that's what i'm saying like this this mail-in shit that absent absentee like if it went through a strenuous process of of somebody verifying and everything i could rock with that there's not that many of it of of those about those types of ballots but just this like just willy-nilly fucking uh mail-in ballots nah come on man that that is ridiculous yeah. and and it's it's getting to the point where nobody is ever going to be able to trust elections yeah and no matter how energized people are like he's just he, the other side could win and you you'll you would never know because because you could just yeah do whatever you want and this is on all fronts because this same argument you you just mentioned the the, the same line that you just used how can a small business compete with Amazon? Right? Because lockdowns, this, this, and that, this, and that. Amazon, they get tax incentives. They they get, oh, you get tax cuts, all this, all that. So now you start looking at, like, the same exact argument can be said about how corporations, like the big corporations, are taking over. So now you start looking at how they're, like, training us as citizens to rely on big corporations rely on government rely on like they're all in bed yeah and they don't let people it's not real capitalism no it ain't it's we, not real we, capitalism we discussed that before yeah. it's just it's uh yeah it, it's this weird pseudo capitalism where where like you have the government 
paving the way for you. I mean, and I'm not here sitting here saying that like Amazon wouldn't be successful. No, I'm not saying that at all. But yeah. but what I am saying is that the there's a different set of rules. Yeah, like I feel like this we're we're becoming more and more with all this uh, uh, um, COVID nineteen shit. Instead of a capitalist country, it's a corporatist. Yeah, and it's like, well, that's that's unfair in the sense of like this isn't true capitalism. That, that's how China operates. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, of course, the- it's like you know you need capitalism because obviously, like the the whole communism just in and of itself has been like so debunked, you know. So like they're not trying to end up like Venezuela. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's how that's how you know these motherfuckers are such cowards. Like you know that communism doesn't work because the 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 philosophy of it in and of itself is a failure. Cuba, Venezuela, everything. So now you want to change it where you want to use the very thing that you say your philosophy claims to be so evil, capitalism. Yeah. But you want to control it. Oh, bitch. Well, then, like, you, I thought you don't rock with that shit. Like, yeah, you, yeah, I wow. thought that that's not, that's evil and the capitalists and everything. Nah. You just, what you want is an elite class and you want a fucking uh, a, a, a ocean of plebs to do your bidding. That's what these, yeah. they're, these are elitists. That's what it all boils down to. Like, how did, how did a guy that hated capitalism, Fidel Castro die a millionaire. Like how? You know how 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 did you manage that one? He got lucky. You know, and it's like <laughs> right? no, it's cuz it's cuz you're you're an elitist. Like that's yeah. what this is about. Like you want to be superior and you sell the dream to the idiots yeah. and then they buy it and then they're your plebs to do your bidding. Yeah. And so with the internet you're able to have these conversations, right? You're able to have a podcast. You're able to, uh, oh, you don't want to, you want to ban me on uh, YouTube? Oh, bitch, you. you and, and that's the beauty of the internet. Yeah. But the bad of it, again, is Rumble. Like, Rumble yeah, is getting pretty Rumble, big. Gab as the opposite of Twitter. So so it's like, th- for, for the bad, and there is a lot of stuff that is bad, we have to also look at the good that, that it brings, too. Yeah, the balance that it could bring as well, but but it, it it's now. I mean, it's because of the internet that people have awoken so much. Yeah, yep. because if not for that, like think about it. It and I, I we might have pointed this out before on on the show. Think about if all you had was Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper and Rachel Maddow and the mainstream media. Yeah. If that was the only narrative that you got imagine how crazy the world would be it's because of the internet it's because guys like abl like or he's almost at like a million views a million subscribers crowder tim pool shapiro all of these people it's because of those guys that there again there is like an alternative to the news the mainstream news yeah to the, and it's and that alternative is getting so so big 
that it's there's aspects of it that look mainstream like ben shapiro the daily wire for for all intents and purposes is damn near like a mainstream company they're doing movies they're hiring actors and actresses yeah. they have all these shows books coming out you know this yeah. is like a big fucking company yeah and so it's like oh look it but it's still <laughs> it's still an alternative to like what you're getting from the mainstream yeah yeah and it's it's because people are gonna be able to spot the fake and they're gonna be like well no this this isn't this isn't uh quality shit yeah and then when you find the quality shit then there's gonna be the holes that are filled now yeah you know Steven Crowder is and huge. then also logic Lo logic speaks to like like that's what I'm saying where I go back to where I talk about how people are in an alternate reality there are people that are in an alternate reality because like you could show them the facts and like they still will disregard it but I don't think that's the average person I think the average person let's say that they are neutral to what is going on you have the left that like goes off of like illogical stuff and emotion and then the right that is 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 uh more centered and logical and and then like it, the person is that's neutral is naturally going to gravitate towards the logical like for instance perfect example of what i'm talking about is like when the idea of racism comes up and then somebody, oh, like a, a Joy Reid type person. Oh, the racism and, and white supremacy and oppression. And so then somebody on the right that has a, a solid argument will be will say something as simple as, well, point out a single law in this country that applies to one race of people but doesn't apply to another one. Yeah. And that's instantly like debunked right there. Yeah. And so then it becomes like, well internalized white supremacy yeah or the tax code is is written to benefit white people but then so then the logical person will come up with the argument is like well but tax code is based off of numbers not color not race so so again it's debunked so then they got to do like another mental mental gymnastic to get there and so naturally the logical neutral person the neutral person is going to go towards the logical side because yeah. it's like well you keep coming up with like all of this shit yeah that is like it's just you know and 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 what why you come up with all of this is because you need people to be on your side because you can't bank off of logic and reason that's why like in in, in court like when you when you present your case logic and reason means a lot and then if you notice most of the time the losing side they try to aim at the emotional yeah they try but to isn't a fair is nefarious the way they do it yeah because the thing is this emotion is a fucking powerful thing when you have high moral standards you know what i mean like let's let's look at these lockdowns for example right and this is to me where, where like you start looking at things from a spiritual and like a God type level because like uh, someone at work told me once they're like my dad always told me uh, this comment uh, he's like this quote that I, that he would always repeat to me and I always thought it was badass he's like there's uh, there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole mm. and I was like damn and, and to me like 
what that represented to me was like in war like you have to have this belief like so so much stronger than what the fuck you're seeing yeah and what were we seeing like because war isn't always just like bloodshed and all that like sometimes it's mental warfare we were locked down we were locked down we couldn't be with family they're told us you have to you have to social distance you can't be with family you got you got to stay home you got to wear a mask now you got to wear a vaccine now you got to do this you got to do that and to me it's like well at at some point you're feeling something you're feeling like this isn't right first of all that's your instinct and what are the things that make you you what is life if it's not like life like you're not living right, right. and so that feeling that's a good feeling that's th- that comes from like your spirit like what are the things that matter at the end of the day mm-hmm. and that emotion is raw real emotion now the way the left uses that shit they use it from the jealous perspective from the let's get them feeling bad about something like oh look 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 at this I feel bad about this and, and it's like that's not real that's not real emotion that's like some it's manipulation yeah it's manipulate exactly like it's manipulative it's not real and, and 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 this not like that 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 is fake shit and 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 people got to stop falling for that shit like you have to go off of it from the from the perspective of and I, again i can't really talk about a religious perspective because what if it's like a person that's not religious right so i would have to say like from a virtuous level like you can have emo- we all have emotion we all feel things we all do things off of who, like who we what we perceive to be like our morals right yeah well how about we start looking at things through the filter like if we're gonna look at it through through uh emotional lens let's look at it from a virtuous lens and, you know? and also too you have to understand like what areas in life emotion is reserved for it's not reserved yeah. for all areas of life nope. like like for instance emotion with the other day you me and 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 uh, our friend Donnell like we went to the Kanye West uh Donda listening party yeah like it, it was emotional like we enjoy the music all three of us there longtime friends chilling like enjoying ourselves then the marilyn manson came out you and i are, are fans of marilyn manson's music so we're like oh shit that's marilyn manson yeah. all of that that's emotion but that's a setting for for emotion yeah to to be you know what i'm saying but then there's certain aspects like like for instance like when I go to my accountant to do my taxes I don't need him to be emotional I need this motherfucker to be as logical as possible to get me like the best outcome you know what I'm saying that'd be a funny ass sketch actually like an emotional tax accountant (laughs) (laughs) you be saying the wildest shit but it's like when you think about how comedic that shit is yeah, and exactly. Know? It's like you that you would not. It's you, not the time or place, right? Exactly, and so and that's and that's that's really essentially like what it what it boils down to, is like, is like people need to understand when and where emotion ought to be like reserved for, and so that's the thing. Like when it comes to matters of of affecting the 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 larger population 
I don't think emotion is too good in those situations. Nope. Like I think there it's like you got to be logical. So like for instance, uh, an example of for me, like if I was running for office, people would be like, "Oh, well, well there's uh income income inequality." Uh, okay. Well, how I would fix income inequality is not by doing not by taking the emotional response and like, "Oh, well, I'm going to feel bad for these sets of people and 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 for these sets of people I'm going to give them money and give them all this stuff because things are not equal. Yeah. That's an emotional response. No, what I would do is, okay, well maybe this set of people needs to like learn a little bit more about the tax code. So maybe like th- this school district could benefit from like yeah. more teachers that can teach about this stuff. Or whatever, something like that. But like this idea of like, oh, I'm just gonna like give and like fix your problems in here. And let me just give you stuff. No. no, that's an emotional response. The vaccine. That, that's like that's like with kids. That's like with kids that are crying, and you just give them something so that they could shut up. Yeah. You're responding. You're responding to that emotion rather than it's just like getting to the root of the issues. Like, well, what are you crying about? Let me tell you and teach you why you shouldn't be crying about this. Exactly. This, then the third, and logic you're right. and reason. Right, exactly. And so, but, and that, that's what I'm saying. You start to see more and more people lean towards that. Like, for instance, now, I feel like everybody that wants the jab has pretty much gotten it. Like, I feel like everybody at this point is now, like, either being coerced into getting the jab or threatened into getting the jab or, or living in fear because it's like damn am i gonna lose my job this yeah. and that and all of that stuff i don't want you to forget that you actually brought up a very good point the bloomberg article yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that that to me was big is like if you've had covid before your body is more equipped or better equipped i think right yeah to, it says previous previous covid defends better against the delta variant than the the vaccine and that's by bloomberg and that you know, like again, and saying that shit might might get the show pulled because that's how fucking crazy times that we live in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like it. it it's like, like even even well now, if you notice, like like in YouTube videos and like different places where like you get a lot of alternative media, they don't even say COVID. Like they're using a lot of like other words for it because like shit will get pulled so like for the vaccine a lot you're hearing a lot more like the jab because yeah because the actual vaccine uh picture like the the emoji like some people are putting videos where like this is why you shouldn't get the and then they have the the emoji yeah and 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 that's because you know and then and then like for actually saying covid like they'll say the couve or like i've heard like all type of all type of stuff and and so that's what's so crazy is that like that's the world that that yeah. we're living in and so but now my thing is like fauci he's not gonna go on tucker so tucker could ask him about that bloomberg article oh no you know what i'm saying and that's and that's that's why logic is so important is because like rather than like be all fear-based it's like well that bloomberg article comes out and it makes you think it's like all right well if the va- if 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 the jab is already not even a hundred percent effective against the Delta variant, yeah, already off the bat, yeah, and now we're seeing that previous having it pre the the virus previously defends better against the Delta variant. 
to me, that suggests that there's a big population that maybe doesn't even need to consider getting the jab if this is true. Yeah. So why the fuck isn't this guy that you motherfuckers fucking hail so much? Yeah. Why isn't nobody asking him that? No, you're not going to ask no, him because no. this is about some other shit. But it's fear. It's fe- you don't give in to the fear. There's nothing to fear but fear itself, as the quote says, right? Because that's the thing. Like, I didn't get the vaccination. Not Again, I, I, I repeat this all the time. Not because I'm an anti-vaxxer, because I'm just a logical, reasonable person. I had it before. My body took care of it. And so then I deemed that my body can take care of itself. Therefore, I'll take that risk because I've had it before. I'm fine. That's my choice. That's the end of the story. Yeah, my reason is the same plus... My age group is not is 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 uh is is not vulnerable yeah. to to any like long term uh, uh, defects or 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 dying from it. I'm healthy. Uh, that's another thing. The survival rate is ninety nine point seven. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, people. You have to you have to consider things now. Again, that's still never me saying that. You shouldn't get it if you want it. Absolutely. If you want it, yeah. 100% go. I'll drive you to the place <laughs> if you want it that bad. Yeah. But I but that's you, you know? Yeah, like when I had certain family members get it, I, I was just kind of like, oh, all right, if you want it. I'm thinking in my head like, you know, and I told him like, you sure you want to? All right, go ahead. I'm not trying to tell you no or yes. I'm just saying, you know, consider the the fact that there wasn't any like, you know, long-term trial to this and you are basically a guinea pig when it comes to this and you're young you know because like when it came to my parents i was okay you guys are older my dad i didn't think he should have got it because he had already had covid my mom you know she has uh pretty bad asthma and so i could see her being older and having that being like oh i'll take the risk take the vaccine okay cool but who am I to tell you what you feel comfortable doing? Right. You know, at the end of the day, you you're gonna do your research and you're gonna feel and, a certain way about and it. And you know what's so badass about about our principles and philosophy on this whole thing? It exactly matches. If you remember back, and we've talked about this in certain episodes, it exactly matches our stance on abortion. what what is our stance on abortion being and this is coming from like more conservative minded guys even though we're we're born and bred in chicago but but still not not being with all the goofy shit but is yeah you want to get an abortion go ahead get one like i'm not advocating for that shit to be outlawed what i am saying though is that my tax dollars should not go to pay for it. Yeah. That, but that's something I do have. Like, I don't have no say over your body or the body that's growing inside you because that's the other thing that's like a dumbass argument about abortion is like, oh, my body, my choice. Well, it's not only your body. Let's make that clear. Like this vaccine shit, that is your body. Yeah. But when you're like a child is developing inside you, well, that's two bodies. That's two people. And whatever, still, like at the end of the day, you want you yeah. is your call or between you and the dude or whatever the fuck. Yeah. If you want to get rid of that life and that body, 
who am I to tell you what you can or can't right. do? I just don't want to pay for this shit. Yeah, yeah. And and so that's my same stance on on the vaccine. Like, you want it? Fucking go get it. But fall the fuck back away from me talking about that I need to get it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything unreasonable about that. Um, and, yeah, that's that's where it is. So uh, segueing into the next topic, uh, uh, Bill Maher. The red pill journey continues. He gave uh, <laughs> <laughs> the red pill journey. You know they say on on, on uh, YouTube that the slowest red pill ever was Tim Pool, but I think I don't know. I think Bill Maher, the slowest red pill. Yeah, the slowest red pill uh, transition was Tim Pool. There, like I've I've heard like, a lot yeah. of people say that, but it, I probably is Bill Maher. He's older and like literally like the red pill is like super slow. It's like, he's like, no, <laughs> no, I need more. <laughs> more of what? R- r- red pill. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting comparison because Tim Pool, I do know that he was for the Occupy Wall Street shit. But if you think about now, with all, like as we just said in the previous segment, with all the corporatism going on, like Occupy Wall Street doesn't like seem so bad these days. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like with all these cowards as corporations talking about vaccine mandates and and all that and and all that shit. Um, so that, that that's kind of interesting. I um, think the new Trump the 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 but Trump Bill Maher because like I fucked with Bill Maher now for years for for a long time. Yeah, I've actually like been rocking with Bill Maher since before real time. Uh, since politically incorrect with yeah. Bill Maher, that and then also you you uh, you enjoyed the documentary. Not that you agreed with it, but I remember religious. Yeah, religious. You were like, oh, you should watch it, man. That's yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty so good. like, I I fucked with Bill Maher a long time. So I always felt like he was pretty red pilled. Yeah. I just to me, Bill Maher is like a friend that like you rock with. That's your boy. But like you guys disagree on like a lot of a lot of issues, but he's still real enough where you could have that talk with him. He's not gonna be like, oh, you have internalized the misogyny, you have internalized racism. No, you're not gonna hear that shit from Bill Maher. It's yeah. just gonna be like this, this, and that. Like for instance, I remember religious. Like I enjoy religious. Like again, I don't agree with it, yeah. uh, it but because I believe in God, Bill Maher is an atheist. But what's funny about religious? If I was Bill Maher's boy, I would tell him like, "Listen, fam, like, yeah, motherfucker, like, you could make any religious <laughs> religion look crazy if you pick out the craziest, kookiest motherfuckers from that religion. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course, like, I could go right now and find some atheists that'll make you look like shit because they're so fucking outlandish and wacky. Yeah, like." He literally interviewed in that shit was funny as fuck though I won't lie. He he interviewed a guy in religious that ran a church I want to say in, in somewhere in Florida I want to say Miami. It was like a like some Hispanic guy like of like a flamboyant like Cuban or Venezuelan or something. Yeah. But this dude said that he was Jesus, not that yeah. like he <laughs> believed in Jesus, that he was Jesus. Yeah. And he's like and that shit was so funny how Bill Maher like in the interview is mocking him like it's just yeah. hilarious he's like he's like so he's like he's like so a lot of people believe that that Jesus is gonna come back 
he's like, but not you. He's like, you believe that he's come back and that Jesus is you. He's like, and the guy with all his jewelry and all that shit, he's like, yes. He's like, yes, I, I am Jesus. I am Christ. But what's so crazy about this is you could tell that this is a guy that knows that he's not Jesus, that he's just saying this because there's a gang of goofies that believe it. Yeah. And like he's making, obviously making good money yeah. off of this. So he's not going to break character. Yeah. So he's like, so Bill Maher is like, so you, and he's like, and this is what you believe. He's like, yes, I am Christ. He's like, he's like, so like when you see people that, that believe Christ is going to come back, even though Christ is here. He's like, he's like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> like, it, it, and the guy, and the guy is like, the guy is like, he's like, well, you know, like people, they don't understand. He's yeah. like, the other day I'm, I'm driving. He's like, the other day I, I'm driving, and then, uh, and I see a bumper sticker. He's, it says, my favorite carpenter is Jewish. You know, and, and then, and then, and then, Bill Maher, fucking classic as moment. He's like, Bill Maher is like. He's like, yeah, you know that's not true. He's like, he's like, Jews are not carpenters. They hire carpenters. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and the dude is like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, so like Bill Maher is like mocking him. And, yeah. and like, dude, I don't think he's catching, catching that like Bill Maher is like pretty much thinks that this motherfucker is batshit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's just funny how he, how he goes about it. That's some Sasha Baron Cohen ass shit. Exactly. And so... It's a fun documentary, yeah. and so. But if I was Bill, if I was, if I was with Bill Maher, yeah. I was like, as his friend, I would be like, "Hey, fam, like, come that on." Shit, that's first a, of all, that shit a, was funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was great. Classic, classic. Yeah. I remember that shit to this day. Yeah, I kind of want to rewatch that shit to be honest with you. Yeah, classic as shit, but you would make anything, any religion yeah. look bad if you pick. The craziest motherfucker out of the bunch, and like interview him and put it on TV, of yeah. course. And so and so, but that's my point. Is like, so yeah, and that stuff I don't I don't agree on. And if I met that guy, I would think that he was fucking nuts. Yeah, that yeah. that pastor, like I would, I would, it would, I would laugh. I would probably have a good time with this. Yeah, shit. we'd probably be doing the same shit Bill Maher did. Yeah, but but I no would, but you know, but I wouldn't take that and think, oh well. This is a statement or a representation of everybody that believes in God. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of that one time that you, uh, that you in DC convinced the dude that he was like some some uh, oh, race some, or ethnicity. some historic uh, uh, like a, a, a extinct uh, <laughs> uh, uh, race uh, race Con of people Conans. Yeah, Conans, and like. This guy to probably to this day he's like yeah no I'm partly Conan that's my origins and you know this is great yeah and he actually believed it <laughs> and you guys actually had like a whole back history to the people where they came and, from like, and like we talked about how like his hair looked and his face and everything and like he was like he was like, he was wearing that shit with pride oh yeah <laughs> damn I am Conan. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said, fuck, I know who I am now. But yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Like, you like you have, like, if, sometimes you come across people you can have fun with like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's it's just you're able to do that. But, um, but like, for instance, Bill Maher, like remember uh this was like one of the more classic moments on his show i remember he got a lot of traction when i want to say 
Bill Maher, it was Bill Maher, I want to say Sam Harris was there, and then Ben Affleck was there, and then Ben Affleck, uh, Sam Harris and Bill Maher were pretty much saying that, like, the reason why one of their positions on religion being so bad is because of extreme Islam. And Ben Affleck gave like the most Hollywood answer. He's like, that's so racist. That's so racist. And they're like, wait a minute, how? Like, like, look at what's going on. They're blowing shit up, going to cities and this and that. And like, they gave a very logical, red-pilled yeah. assessment of their criticism of Islam. Yeah. Now, granted, like I know Islamic people, and like they're not like that. They're badass yeah. and and everything like that. So We're talking like, about ex- extremism. But yeah, yeah. but exactly a hundred percent. They're talking about extremism, and so you have to be able to to differentiate both things. And so even back since then, like I've always thought, well, Bill Maher, there's like there's like an aspect of, of real to him. I'll be a, a lot of shit that I, I don't agree with and that's why it was always very perplexing to me how much he seemed to hate Trump yeah because like it, like how you know how really is but I, I he definitely suffered from that young as Trump derangement syndrome yeah but you know what I what I think would be like a epic ass moment and I would really, really like to see it, even yeah. more so than like what we've seen, what we've seen with uh, Mar and Shapiro. I would really be interested in seeing what what a uh, Tucker and Bill Mar looks like. Yeah, I Tucker Carlson and Bill Mar, yeah. like, like uh, even an interview. It, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even need Tucker on the panel. Just Bill Mar and Tucker talking. Yeah, I, 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 I would like to see what that looks like. I think that would that shit would be great, and not only uh, great, but I feel like they would. Well, they're both. It's, that's the thing. They're both very reasonable people, so I think I feel like they'll get along. Yeah, and I feel like it'll be like one of those things, like how Ben Shapiro comes, and you could tell like they they respect each other, and like, oh wow, like this guy's a cool dude. But it it would be very interesting because even when Ben Shapiro sat with Bill Maher, I mean Bill Maher. Uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, there was... A little bit of a clash. Yeah, a clash. And I was like, wow, this is interesting shit. Like, this makes you really think, you know? There's the... that that That's one of the best uh, Ben Shapiro Sunday specials... Yeah. Ever. Yeah. That one was good. I like... I really like the one, remember, where he... The, the one from... Uh, where he, he talks to the guy from Blumhouse... Yes, that was good. Yeah. The one that he did, I, I forgot it was for, for veterans, and he was just interviewing veterans. That shit, like, had me fucking so emotional. Just, like, some of the stories that they were saying. These are people that aren't known. They're just some that soldiers. That was a Sunday special? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't it, see that one. Yeah, that was, that was real good. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. But it was, it was like, a, one of the first ones. Mm. We talked about it. Like, we were talking about this story this guy said, because he was a medic, remember? The older dude, well, he's, they're old now. I forget what war it was. But he uh. was a medic, and he was telling the, the soldier, the soldier that was, like, blown half to hell, the, he was telling the medic, like, please, t- uh, I, I, my mom, like, I don't... And then he's like, no, you're going to make it, you're going to make it. But he was l- lying to, to yeah. the kid. The kid was going to die. Yeah, and like, and then when he started saying that story, the 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 soldier, he started tearing up because mm-hmm. he started thinking about you know what it was to try and comfort someone. Yeah, you know, so so 
I remember that story vividly because that shit like sh- struck a chord, and and like just like some of the stuff. Because see, that's the thing, and, and actually that's why I like that 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 segment on Afghanistan that you sent me with Bill Maher. I think it was on the same show. Mm-hmm. Was we take so much for granted, but like these people, there's people that have died for our rights, and and like we constantly as Americans shit on America. So and yeah, complain so, and bitch well, and moan. Not us, but the Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, the way I look at it is we're all part of the same house. And like, yes, you and me, we always respect. Like, we're, we're very appreciative of this country. And like, this is the greatest country ever. Like, from the things that we've been able to do, where we came from. Like, you know, like, we're not supposed to be where we're at. But you know what? Hard work, uh, dedication, um, like uh, the willingness to learn, appreciation for life, it, it, it led us to a, a good path, and and the country that we live in allowed like the elements that that it has allowed for us to be able to do that, to be able to grow out of somewhere where you're not supposed to win, you're not supposed to grow out of. So we appreciate this country, but there's so many people, and this is why, like as a whole, like as Americans, like there's so many Americans that like. You bitch and moan about everything, and you don't even look at how good you have it. Like women, when they all like, and again, this is not saying every woman. This is saying feminist. Oh, but the patriarchy. This is, girl. You're on a platform. This is your platform. You have a platform, and you're crying about. That's why when when the Afghanistan situation happened, I said, all right, well, you know, Afghanistan welcomes all you feminists with open arms. That was not to, because someone someone tweeted an answer to my tweet they're like oh okay that's pushing it too far something like that like it's not even a good argument i wasn't i wasn't trying to argue i was just trying to give you the parallels of what it is that america is and some of these countries are Mm -hmm. because we have it so good that we could be like oh yeah fuck fuck afghanistan no 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 the reason we should care about the afghanistan situation or at least understand it and see what it is is because we here are jeopardizing the very rights that we want mm-hmm. by making this place seem like it's way worse than it really is. You know, is this a perfect place? No. Is anywhere perfect? No. But God damn, this is pretty, this is pretty damn close, you know? And so here's a guy, Bill Maher, talking about this. It's like, People on the left should probably be listening to him. He should be like the golden child of the left. Like, wow, whatever he's saying, let's... Because then if, if if people on the left start getting on some Bill Maher shit, that's some real competition to the right. You know what I'm saying? That's some like, oh, shit. That, that's, a, that's the competition that could actually win elections without cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Great ass shit. <laughs> Damn, that shit was too much of a fucking. But but you know what's funny is yeah. like that goes to that goes to like what Bill Maher is saying about about Greg Gutfeld, uh, and what this whole segment is about is like there's humor now where you could clown the left because yeah. things have gotten so outrageous, and like the idea that let me look in this this article that I sent you, but. If I'm if I'm understanding it correctly, Gret Gutfeld is now like in the top spot for a late night comedy. 
You know, this came out of the blue for me because I wasn't even... I, I was aware of him. I wasn't aware of how big he was. Yeah, I wasn't either. I, uh, uh, I'm trying to find where, where it is exactly. But from from what it was, uh, uh, Colbert was second. And then, like, Fallon and all the other ones were, like, like after that. Yeah. Like, two million, viewer, two million viewers uh, a night. Like, I had no idea. And so... Bill Maher brings that up on the show. Obviously, a lot of people... Wait a minute. But this is on Fox, though, right? Yeah. So he's doing better than primetime yeah. late-night shows. According to these numbers. I, I find it hard to believe, too. That's wild. But but it's that's crazy. But, I mean, people are getting... I mean, think about it, though. Like... Like there's there's days where Tucker almost outdoes prime time. Some so almost. Yeah. He definitely out like there's and then there's days where Tucker is the number one show in cable. And then every night he's definitely the number one news show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you you think about that and then and then like Fox like they found something, you know what I'm saying, and that's what Bill Maher is is pointing out. Is like they found something, yeah. and 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 Fox, like that's one thing that they're pretty good at. Like when they have something that is good, they really feed it. Yeah. Like like Tucker, like the the way that he's blown up since taking over for Bill O'Reilly, yeah. uh, Gutfeld. Because like I said, I'm familiar with Gutfeld from the five, which I like Jesse Waters like way better. Like uh, from the five, like to me, out of the five, Jesse Waters is is my favorite. But yeah. Greg Gutfeld is decent. But then I knew about his like little late night show, and I've seen it a few times. I was never like that that impressed. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, when you have Fallon, if you have Fallon and 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 Colbert and all these motherfuckers offering you the same shit because it really is at yeah, this it is. point. It's like, oh well, this dude is gonna offer me something different. Yep. And to me, this is what's funny about uh, a guy like Jimmy Fallon. He reminds me of the cookie cutter boxer that that's being managed. By mm-hmm. managers, like, this is the route because this is what every boxer like. It was a uh, pretty boy F- Floyd, and uh, you got to be pretty. Bo- no, it was uh, Oscar Loya, the golden boy. Now it's pretty boy Floyd. You got to be the next Oscar, just a black one. And Jimmy Jimmy Fallon is a victim of that because his show was actually pretty good, innovative, but he was always the nice guy. Yeah, oh, I don't I don't talk about this or. And then if if I do, I'm gonna play it safe. And it's like now, if you try to take the route of like, let me be real about this shit, you'll get canceled and you're out. Yeah. And they'll cancel you. Whereas, it's very important as an entertainer to set the boundary from the get go. Like, fuck you. That's it. Yeah. This is who I am. Or, but take that's the thing. It. You also have to be in an environment and work for an outlet that allows that. Yeah. Or have your own outlet. You know what I'm saying? Like how when we talked about the baby is like, well, now you kind of see how the importance as an artist, like to like have your own shit. So like, because what what network is Fallon on? NBC? Yeah. So you're saying 
like NBC, like yeah. even from the get go, like like they're not gonna they're not gonna allow that. Yeah. Like, you're a puppet, like you you know. So you, what you're saying basically, the question really is, is if you're or, or the the debate is really like, are you going to be you or like are you gonna be your own individual or you're gonna be of the company? Right. Basically, and well, yeah, because Jimmy Fallon was from SNL. Like you kind of. Ha- you were stuck in that culture and either you were gonna just be like nah fuck that I'm, I'm doing my own thing or nope I'm gonna just keep yeah which there's nothing about like Jimmy F- like to me Jimmy Fallon is like what he's meant to be like there was nothing like very yeah. stand out but like you've always I think appreciated late night comedy a little more than me like yeah. I, I don't I don't find great joy in it. Like even the interviews, like to me, like I've I've always been like very, like, <coughs> just kind of watered down. Yeah, like 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 the the closest thing to like a late night show that I rock with is is like uh is like um uh, a Crowder like his shit. Oh and he yeah, has, like late night that's, show, that's next late level. night show elements. Because even Bill Maher, I I like watching Real Time with Bill Maher, but that's a panel. That's not really late night like comedy, yeah. you know. Like the the guy that I liked, and I think I like because like of the slapstick of it was, uh, but he was just never meant to be late night. Like when he ended up doing his own thing, it was like like in cable. Uh, very slapstick is just Conan, mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny because like it was like a lot of like not taking it serious and like. I've always been like that with family, mm-hmm. even like with you guys. Sometimes we're like talking about some serious shit, and then I say some off of the blue that's yeah. outlandish and just kind of making fun of it, mm-hmm. not being disrespectful, but just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. poking fun at like the severity of the situation. Yeah, I thought Conan did a good job with that. Jimmy Fallon, I wasn't a big fan of, but the thing with Jimmy Fallon, what what I found interesting with his shit was like he kind of turned it into like he had like little games that he would that he would do. He replaced Leno, right? He no. Uh Conan replaced Leno and then and then Conan didn't do very well in the ratings, so then uh Jimmy Fallon replaced Conan. Oh, okay. And so cuz I I kind of liked Leno. He he was kind of decent. Yeah. And Letterman Letterman and Leno and I guess it's cr- it's crazy cuz if you think about it, it's about like the the culture at the time. The older the late late uh, night people are like the you know like the more uh, back then actually the realer they were yeah and now like the 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 more we're in these times it's like just a lot of like soft like very manufactured shit yeah and like Leno like to me he poked fun at everybody like I never like I never knew his politically lean his political leanings because yeah. it was like everybody's fair game exactly. which I could rock with that but now shit all these motherfuckers are either one way or the other well they're all to the left and then now apparently Gutfeld to yeah. the right but like I mean it's just like the, you know that's not what comedy is about in my opinion yeah yeah but but there you're always going to see this is the thing about primetime television I mean and this is not counting Gutfeld is you're always going to have to water down the material. Yeah, ugh. and so and 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 it like to the point where it like it, it gets corny. <laughs> yeah. It gets corny, and it's just that's why I I honestly cannot remember the last time 
that I've watched primetime TV. Even the news on primetime is whack as fuck. Like, yeah. Compare, like, cable news is way better. Even if it's, like, leftist bullshit, cable leftist bullshit is better quality than primetime leftist yeah. bullshit. Like, I would rather watch, like, CNN and, like, MSNBC than to yeah. watch, like, ABC. Yeah. Yep. It's just because it's just so fake and weak and watered down and 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 mannequin and plastic and just you know it, it like for instance like on msnbc joy reed she's a complete and utter moron but joy reed <laughs> is she passionate is. she's a passionate moron like yeah. she believes the crazy lunacy that she says yeah the people on abc like it's like there's a hand shoved up their ass and like they're like a like a puppet and like somebody's <laughs> talking for them I, I hate it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, and, and and the thing is this is like because it's so fake, I feel like it it, it it does it points out something, like kind of like the importance of family. Because I find that my parents ask me more now because I feel like now there's this weird divide with older people because they're starting to see like and, and, and it's not that they're starting to see it's just that TV this primetime shit has become so like PC and like pushing a narrative yeah. that they're like what do you think about this motherfucker saying this shit it's funny you think about it, this shit? it's yeah. funny you say that cause I wanna say it was uh, Life Math Money the other day he put out a tweet and he says he said mainstream media is dead old people believed it but they're old and like young people are are aware of fake news. Yeah. That damn that that's a that's and, a very insightful and, and, thing. And I and I, I get what you're saying. Like 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 older generations they come from a place and a time where you could believe the news. Yes, yeah. You you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you didn't really have to like it wasn't really a agenda driven. Like yeah. and, and, and that's in any language, like if you're talking about Telemundo or or whatever, I re remember. I know you have to remember this. Crazy as fuck, but not political at all. Just like very shocking. Remember Primer Impacto? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, but I used to love watching. Yeah, that me shit. too. Me too. Like I remember Primer Impacto. I remember when I was younger, 2020. Yep. Like all of that stuff. Yeah. Like it was. It was. It was not political. It was just hey. This is like the crazy shit that's going on. Like with 2020, it was like a lot of like investigative journalism. I remember yeah. John Stossel, he had a segment on 2020. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah, you could watch the news and like get informed. And now, and then what, what, what the news was about at that point was who delivers it in a way that you prefer. So I remember like Barbara Walters. She wasn't like like super political. It was just, oh, do you like Barbara Walters? Yeah. Um. What was the what was the the guy? You might know his name. Uh, the 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 that that journalist that like there was like a respect between him and Muhammad Ali, but oh. but uh in in the movie Ali, John Voight plays him. Yeah. Ah, I don't remember. Uh, let me let me look it up real quick, John. Voight in Ali. Howard Corsell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I didn't know that was before my time, but like my parents would tell me, like, like how it, it was like always interesting, like the dynamic, you know. Yeah. Another guy that I like. Well, now he's political, like on ESPN. But for a long while, I really like liked Max Kellerman. So, oh yeah. So what I'm saying, the point that I'm making is, there's certain journalists that like you once you remove the 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 politics out of it you get to choose like which one you rock with based off of how they operate so so do you feel do you feel that older older folks are feeling kind of displaced i, I displaced and and like when it comes and, to news? And, and like and and i think disappointed because yeah. like now it's like well you're not doing you're not doing the job that like we've always relied on you to do so it's kind yeah. of like sad remember the you know what well not not this emotional but i would liken it to remember in the movie um and coincidentally the movie is is a is a is about journalism spotlight yeah so remember in that movie <laughs> remember in that movie the scene where rachel mcadams character she gives her grandma who's a devout uh, church lady she he gives she gives her the article before it comes out to read about all the scandal in the church and yeah. as the grandma starts reading like the first few sentences you could tell that it's having like a very emotional effect yeah. on her and she's like can i have some water i think that's what a lot of like older people feel about the news right now it's like damn like like it kind of makes you think like damn like well what else was i lied about lied to about in 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 the past yeah so now our generation well the realest and the illest of our generation we have like we navigate that shit way better because like yeah. one we don't we're like neo in the matrix now yeah because like because because like one they had like a few stations like it was a few radio stations and a few tv stations Shit! Now you got Tim Pool, you got Crowder, you got you got you got Shapiro, you got ABL, you got Anomaly, you got all these people that do news commentary. In pre-production, you were talking about red pill, uh, red pill, black pill. Like that's a whole other world there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so like you got you got all this stuff, you got all this stuff to to navigate. We have people. Shit, like we have people that comment on the commentators. Yeah, it, it, in a way, we're like our show is like a vessel of like what we. Let's say like we we take all the news, we start fucking deciphering. It's like it. a it's like a loading dock. Like, yeah, like okay, well the Shapiro ship came in. All right, what is what's going on with that? All right, the the Crowder ship came in. Yeah, the 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 Carlson shit, the MSNBC ship came in. As yeah. much as it makes you want to vomit. Like, like, this is what we have. We will do the work we, for this you. This is what we've gathered. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and, and so, naturally, yeah, people will ask us like, oh, well, what do you think of that? What about this? What about that? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like, for instance, this is how, this is like how good I am at this shit. The the other the other day, uh, my mom and I we were watching the the press conference of Biden after the uh, tragically the those uh, those thirteen soldiers were killed. Yeah. So, shit show of a press conference, he gives a list. Biden is like, oh, these are the people that I've been instructed to call on. 
So he he goes through his little list. And then I point out to my mom, I'm like, instructed. And so, like, I could tell that that's something that she probably, like, wouldn't have, like, picked out on her own. Like, oh, yeah, yeah like, damn, that is, that does, that is a good point. Like, why is he instructed to call on anybody? Well. So then, towards the end, he's like, I could see him biting his face. And he's like, and then I'm going to call on one other person that's on, that's on the, that that's not on the list, but... But uh, yeah, I remember that. And, and, and then, and then, before the camera even panned or anything, I was like Peter Ducey. And then, and then, like, and then, of course, it was Peter. Ducey. And she was like, well, like, looked at me like, oh, how did you know it's gonna be Peter Ducey? Yeah. And it's like, shit, how could you not know it's gonna be Peter Ducey? Yeah. So, but that's my point. Is like, is like, that's some like je- you're on some Jedi shit. She's like, did you just fucking what? Did, what the fuck was that? <sighs> I does this, mom. Yeah, <laughs> I does this. Just relax. I'll, I'll explain it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. that—that's exactly what 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 it is. Is like you know. So, our generation, I would say, has had the 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 privilege of like having all of that. Like it's like when we were younger, it was like everything was mainstream. Yeah. Then we got older, and then and then you got to give a lot of credence to Trump. For pointing, like yeah. creating, like a, a generation of people that that was willing to point out the fake news. Yeah, yeah. And in and in 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 the Trump era, think of like all of the fake news scandals that were the 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 dossier of being peed on. Oh yeah, fake as fuck, not yeah. real at all. The the Nick Sandman, uh, supposedly they went to to, oh, yeah. to the 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 Native American man oh. to to bother him. That was fake as like so much stuff so like it's like just quite naturally you you uh you when you're into this stuff you develop a skill set i guess yeah but so so with with uh obviously because i'm looking at it from like a like a i guess uh, the workforce type of uh lens you know how like when you want to things to change or you want to get more seniority at your job you're waiting for the people to retire what happens to the people like all this like demographic that that all they did was watch prime time like once they're gone does that the end the fucking is that the end of the regular news as we know it or because it is happening now but i feel it like is, happening. is it gonna be sudden it is happening but like it also depends because for instance these guys like like the Crowder could shit on like most shows on CNN like in terms and I'm talking numbers here like in yeah. terms of ratings, mm-hmm. but then you got a guy like Tucker that he's on he's on a, a big network and like he shits on 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 Crowder and and all that. Well, yeah. So it but but what is Tucker like? Tucker is like 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 Red Pill Central like it yeah. some. And then based. what's so crazy, based as fuck, and like and like Tucker, they're like throwing everything, like they're going after Tucker the way that they're going after DeSantis, and the way they went after Trump to a certain extent. Yeah, is like you could tell that they are they are very scared of this guy. Oh yeah, and they're watching every like they want him to slip up so bad. They're like, please just exactly we're get you. This is it, it, and so it makes you think like. You know how in the future, like what other leaders will develop, and then plus there's an incentive for networks because yeah. it's kind of like damn, like look at what this dude by being what he's on 
did for Fox. Yeah. So you know, uh, you know, other networks might try to find their own version of of something like that. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it'll go away completely, but it definitely is is suffering. Yeah. And and rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll just be interesting. I mean, look, honestly, dude, come on. Look at CNN. Like, the other day, Don Lemon had the audacity to say, I'm not opinion news. I'm 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 the real deal. Come on, dude. Like, Shut it made me want to vomit yeah. so much. Like, get the fuck out of here. If anything, probably the most the like a CNN, maybe like Anderson, like is like the, the most yeah. like real journalist on there yeah real reporter on there and then on some days like you'll get like jake tapper that he'll be on point that's very a, small amounts but sometimes i'm like damn jake tapper kept yeah, but real. you'll still take jake tapper over like oh. don lemon or like brian stelter yeah. or like their their other slew of garbage that they have on that oh, of course. on that network but you know what i'm saying on msnbc there's nobody like that bye get yeah. out of here like there's nobody on msnbc but but um you know so so you look at like networks that have like all this craziness yeah you deserve to be suffering right now this is yeah. activism this is not this you're not reporting this is yeah. not journalism so so yeah and then and then naturally you get what develops on the other side and yeah. that's why things are the way they are yeah that's crazy but, uh, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.